Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Raider Nation, how are you feeling right about now? Micah and Tyler bringing you another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. Tyler, you're part of the nation. I'm gonna start with you. How are you feeling over the past week, my man? It's been a whirlwind of a ride, has it Ooh. not? My goodness. Oh. Just a, a rush of emotion. Um, happy, happy emotions as well. You know, like, it's not Let's. It's not to say there hasn't been um, some pro- perhaps uh, bad words uttered under my breath or sent in our group text messages. Um, but <laughs> there, there have been, you know, some highs and some lows the past couple of weeks. We played two games in a span of, let's see, Sunday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like five days we played right. Sunday and played Thursday. So in a span of four, five days, and we're, we're two wins richer at the moment. It, I mean, it's incredible. You go from three and four and things are looking pretty bleak to all of a sudden in five days, you're five and four and you're a half a game out of the playoffs. You're one game behind the division leaders and in eight days you get rest. Then you get the Cincinnati Bengals, the winless Bengals at home once again. Uh, and then you get to go travel to the East Coast to take on the one and seven Jets currently. Uh, if you're Raider Nation right now, things are looking pretty sweet. We are going to get all in on that because we did take a week off with just family obligations. I ended up getting sick again, Tyler, for like the second time in the past two months. So elderberry we apologize gummies. for. Yeah, I'm telling there you. There you go. Get yourself some Tyler's elderberry some gummies. Voodoo witchcraft, elderberry eye of newt and foot of crow yes. stuff going on yes. here. That's talons it. of a crow. You got to burn it over a fire uh, at approximately 11, 11 at night. So and inhale timing the fumes, is of the right? essence. What's that? Uh, you inhale the fumes. Isn't yes. that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you've got to make sure that it's a newt that was born on a full moon as well. So you've got to keep Ow. your newts in line. Yeah, that's, you know, if I've said that once, I've said it a thousand times. Keep your newts in line. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. So that sounds like something right up Raiders Nation's alley. So if, if you're, obviously a lot of people here that are listening to this podcast uh, probably are into that kind of voodoo stuff. So they give it a try. Tyler swears by it. But we apologize for not having a show out last week. So we're going to we're gonna double dip this week, Tyler. We just had a fantastic game last night. That pushed us over 500. We are now five and four on the season, dude. I don't know about you, but I am still flying high 
off of that Thursday night final primetime game in Oakland. Uh, it, it doesn't get any better than that. I, 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 I don't know. But before we get into that game, let's backtrack just a little bit. As always, Raider Nation podcast, always family friendly, always commercial free because we have no sponsors. So that's always <laughs> a good thing. And uh, we're always 100% political free. We take pride in that because we figure you want to listen to sports when you come on a Raider Nation podcast. You don't want to listen to uh, political opinion by either Tyler or myself or any guests. You've noticed maybe this week we've kicked Birch off the show that's not true. We haven't kicked him off the show. He's just enjoying a family night out with his son, if I'm not mistaken, taking in a Utah State game. I think they were barely able to squeak by tonight. <laughs> what was the score again, Tyler? Do you remember? At one point, it was 71 to 25. <laughs> oh, okay. Good thing they were uh, able to pull one out there, it sounds like. so. Uh, it, uh, it ended up being 89-34 over Weber State. That is... <laughs> That is what we call in our in our group chat a butt clapping. A, a real butt clapping. Is there no mercy rule in college basketball? <laughs> there should be. They Ouch. should have to play like fans or something until the score is back within 20. I feel like after 35 points, I think you could just call it. You know, you like the coaches can meet and be like, do you want to just be done with this? 35 points. I mean, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Anywho, so shout out to Birch. Sorry for not being on the podcast. I know a lot of Raider Nation misses his sultry voice. And, you know, he's, he's we were a little worried there for a while, Tyler, that maybe he was the reason we were losing. But uh, he came through in the clutch last on the last podcast, delivered a couple of wins. So I think we'll uh, we'll renew that contract and have him on the pod in the future. So I and we'll have to get into it. But Birch came through with a what we considered a bold prediction. Absolutely. On the, on the game, the, the most recent game against the Chargers, what was that bold prediction? Stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. Fantastic. So, Tyler, let's get to Oakland v. Lions on Sunday. Dude, it that, seems I, like so long ago. I can't even remember it. I had to go back and like watch highlights before this podcast to kind of just because last night's game was just so just a, a emotional roller coaster that I had to get like I forgot that we had just been through an emotional roller coaster on Sunday, man. I know two of them in the same week about took my life. Yeah, I don't know how much more of this I can do. I this is just this is classic Raiders though. I mean, this is like I feel like we're 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 hopping back into 2016. We've taken a time machine back to 2016, and it's all these little like win by seven, win by four kind of thing, and and it's uh. It's it's really not good for the health. It's added years to my life. Yeah, I've got I've about. Got to imagine how. Yeah, it's like I my back is ready for another surgery at this point. That's how much <laughs> toll it's taken on me. About ninety percent of Raider Nation is going to be old going into Vegas at the rate we're going right now with uh, how this well, is aging everybody. Yeah, we'll all what, be showing up with walkers and stuff. I have to fly first class because you know we need <laughs> we need comfort when we travel now because we're all you gotta you, you, you gotta fly lying down because because <laughs> everything is falling apart and we'll probably have like 
calf bags, all kinds of stuff on our walkers. We'll have those like we have to have some people knit us some like doilies to <laughs> adorn our our four wheel walkers and such. I love it. Get some tennis balls for the bottom and get all yes, set up. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So let's dive right into it. Oakland versus the Lions in Oakland for the first time in nearly two months. Good. And uh, 49 days. Can you believe that? That is what, just atrocious. You know, you don't see the NFL putting the Patriots through anything like this. Um, we might even get to that later. Oh, Patriots finally decide to play a decent team and we saw how that went down, but this isn't a Patriots podcast. I'm just excited for a, a Patriots loss, I guess. But man, I, coming back into Oakland, you know, like I said, kind of, kind of dragging home. I mean, not kind of. We were dragging home three and four. Uh, you know, the door on the season was starting to close. I don't. I mean, yes, technically, there's a lot of time left. You know, a lot of games. But three and four, you know, going down three and five, I know we had an easy stretch coming in, you know, here soon, and now we're on it. But three and five, man, that might have just been too much of a hole to climb out of as far as if you're thinking playoffs. And I know, um, you know, playoffs, whether you want to think that that's going to happen this year or not, I understand both sides of that argument. But obviously, it was an obvious win against Detroit, I think, especially with how the AFC playoff race is shaping up. Bills have a super easy schedule. You know, we lose to the Texans. You're basically going to be vying with the Colts and the Bills I, from what it looks like right now for that sixth seed in the wild card spot. Um, uh, and so you can't go down games like this. And they just go, they come back home. The crowd is in on it. And they just pull out the, the defense. Defense, again, they took a time machine back to 2016 in that Lions game. And they did just enough. Again, like for three quarters of that game, Tyler, they looked horrendous. It was so bad. Stafford was hitting receivers. It was like, are we playing a prevent defense? Like, we're not up 21 points. Like, why are we playing this prevent where he's just dropping like 25 and, and 30 yard bombs with no defender within five or six yards? Like, down the what in the world's going on? But classic Raider defense. Bend, don't break. Because that's really at this point in the season, Tyler, all I ask of this, just bend, don't break. And they did it. And in fact, they gave the offense several times in the second half to really go up on the Lions. And it was like... It was painful to watch that they could not take advantage of it. It was just like I was punching myself in the face. It's like, okay, we stop them. We get the ball back. Fairly decent field position go in, put the dagger in, take their soul, make it so that they go home crying and we let the bear back in the door. You know, right. the hype, the, 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 what is that hypothetical bear or what, what is that yeah, phrase? The yeah. The hypothetical bear right back into the cabin after we had shooed him out. And it's just like, my gosh, would you just put somebody away? Those are the things that, that, uh, make me walk with a walker those, those add take away years from my life and and gra- add more gray hair to what i already have right and you know we're we're screaming at the tv i was because it's like our defense hasn't but minus the week one our defense hasn't gotten like solid stops like that there was at one point i think the lions punted two or three times in the row 
in the second half. And it was like, okay, now can we go down and go up by like 14 points and start putting this thing away? And, and the answer was talk- no. No, it's like, how many, the, the defense was like, I said make it count. How many windows must I provide? And I'm like, why are we looking at, why am I yelling at the offense right now, Tyler? Why am I, an offense that for the most part all season has been, has been crisp, has been able to march down the field at will and score points for the most part, now all of a sudden has an opportunity to put this game close to out of reach and then it's like we talked about this it's like well, there are a certain bag of plays it's like okay when we're tied or down we're gonna go with the serious plays but when we're up seven or up ten it's like okay let's have some fun let's uh let's dig a little deeper into the playbook let's uh let's have some fun with this that's what i feel like it's like no keep going back to the serious plays go back to the plays that Get us down the field and we score where we're marching down the field. Let's go back. Let's pretend that we're down by seven, down by 10, because whatever those plays that we draw up when we're down or we're tied, it seems like our offense is also like, oh, okay, let's go score. And that's happened two weeks in a row now. We'll talk about that in the Charger game as well. But they got the oh, win. Oh, man, it just takes it takes a toll on my health. I having yeah. like mental and emotional breakdowns being so happy and then going to just be like, what are you doing? I want better right. execution. That's what I wanted <laughs> to just yell all day Sunday, better execution, better execution. And no, it's just like, come on, guys, we can put this away. We can like go up by 14, you know, coast into it. But no, we have to like take it right down to the wire and, uh, well, literally, like, to the one-yard line, right? With, you know... Right. It's, it's just like, oh, man, this is this is killing me. It is. It is. But you know what? I tell you what, we could be seeing it a whole different tune right now. Oh, absolutely. The thing, the thing that I like the most right now is that these were quality wins. The Lions have some solid wins. And the Lions literally... We talked about it the week before that game. One of the unluckiest teams, uh, it seems like, this year... And, I mean, the Chargers just went in and just throttled the Packers at Lambeau Field. So it wasn't like we just got off of two wins against the Jets and the Bengals. You know, it's not like, okay, right, yeah, we right. should have beat them. You know, it's not like, wait, we went toe-to-toe with the Bengals and won by two. Like, I, that's a little bit more of like, okay, that, that's, not, that's not something I'm going to be jumping up and down on my couch, like exactly. screaming and like, hooray and hurrah. But at this point, dude, a win is a win. And we have been out without wins for so long in this program that we've already now passed the win total of 2018. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, especially with the home stretch that's got going on. Oakland now five takeaways in the past two games. Yes. Five takeaways and seven sacks, if I'm not mistaken. Defense? I don't know. Gunther must have. I don't know if Gruden had to had to take him out behind the woodshed and 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 take a switch to him. I don't know what <laughs> happened there, but all of a sudden that defense, like I said, it's doing enough. It's making just enough plays to allow the offense a couple more opportunities each game. And they're taking advantage of it. And Oakland, you know, it's, it's given us the ability to now go up, you know, uh, I, uh, I don't know if you saw in the game last night at, uh, at the very last drive. I know I'm jumping ahead, but you said, I don't know if if Gruden took Gunther aside and gave him the switch or whatever, but 
last night uh, as they were showing the sideline, you could just uh, see Gruden yell, Paul, Paul. And then Gunther comes over and he's like, you got one shot or something like, something like that. Like, we need one stop. It probably was like one stop. And uh, – in that in that game against the Chargers last night, and so yeah. anyway, he he may have taken him out behind the woodshed. I, as an insider, you would know that. So um, <laughs> that was that was very astute observation on your on your end. But yeah, that well, I mean that Detroit game. Here. Just just to hit some stats real quick, Stafford had four hundred and six yards passing, three touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, Kenny Galladay had four receptions for 132 yards and a touchdown. That's an average of 33 yards a catch um, right on the dot, actually. And then Marvin Jones also went over 100, uh, eight receptions, 126 and a touchdown. So if you had him in fantasy in a PPR league, you're uh, you're putting up 26 points with him. So congratulations on playing (laughs) that guy. And uh, but I mean, and then I guess if we go over to the Raiders, let's look at their stats. Carr, 20 of 31, pretty decent, 289 and two touchdowns. So good stuff there. And then you've got uh, Josh Jacobs, 28 carries, 120 yards and two big touchdowns. Yes. Yes. And then our leading receiver. Jalen Richard, which was, I think all of these yards came on the last drive of the game. Um, Three receptions, 56 yards, followed by Hunter Renfro, six receptions, 54 yards. Found pay dirt for the second week in a row. And uh, the young man is coming along. Darren Waller, two for 52. Tyrell Williams, three for 48. That snapped his uh, his streak of what every game he played in he'd caught a touchdown right except, I think it was like four games in a row or something like yeah, that or something like that until he went out with his foot but he's back nice to have him back um and then marcel aitman with a key one catch but for 34 yards yeah uh, down yeah. the seam and that was that was a great play a very much needed play as well so um, stats wise you're like holy holy moly the Lions should have just taken the Raiders to the woodshed, but alas, we uh, held our own Ben don't break mentality and caused a couple turnovers. The the first Lions drive ended in a turnover with Mo Hurst hopping on a a fumble, a poor um, handoff from, I I believe it was McKissick, wasn't it? McKissick and Stafford and uh, Mo Hurst hopped on that one. And then did we get an inter? Yeah, he threw an interception, yeah. but I don't remember who made the interception. Uh, ooh, uh, I'd have to look. Let me look that up. I'm not sure. I'm like I said, I'm still so psyched about um, uh, yesterday's game. I'll, I've got it right here. Uh, interception. Worley. Oh, Worley. Worley. Oh, he had that beautiful oh, one-handed. Yeah, the one-handed one right in the oh, end. Oh my! And the thing that he was Worley was getting cooked. Uh, up until that interception. I mean, he had gotten beat several times, and it was like, good grief, first Conley, now Worley. And then he just put an end to that. And um, 
and had that beautiful interception. Again, we talked about that before the game, Tyler. We said there are going to need to be a couple of times the Raiders are going to have to Raiders are going to have to make a couple of plays like that. They're going to have to get the ball, um, uh, you know, they're going to have to get the ball turned over. And and they made it happen. They made, you know, one was a gift with that poor handoff, but they, you know, the the main running backs weren't in for the Lions. And then uh, Worley making it happen there and taking points off the board for Detroit. Um, you know, making, again, it's just, it's that bend, don't break, just making a couple plays in the game that, on defense, we're not asking you to hold them to 10 points or three points. We're just asking for a couple extra opportunities, uh, you know, a couple times to swipe points away from the offense and um, from the opposing offense. And and that's that's all it seems like Oakland needs. And that's well, at least that's all they've needed the last couple of weeks. And it's been enough and they're getting it done. And now we sit five and four. And looking good. So that was a that, that was a real barn burner. Yes, I, it was even down to the and- end. And P.J. Hall picked up a sack in that game, and Arden Key picked up a sack in that game. P.J. Hall had the one where uh, on the last drive, Stafford fell and then uh, right. tried to get back up, and P.J. ate him up. So, yes. Yes. And then, uh, but yeah, I mean, just going down to the, the, to the final play on that one, fourth, fourth and one from the one. Uh, the Raiders called timeout. I was like, what in the heck are they doing? They're just giving them time to because the lions were scrambling and i'm like why are you taking a timeout it come to find out the raiders weren't lined up there was a guy that supposedly would have been free in coverage which would have i guess they would have tied the game right we wouldn't have lost but it would have gone to overtime right and so uh so we stop them from the one and then car rolls out for three seconds and throws the ball away raiders win 31 24 and we go away happy yeah you know the big thing about that is i mean it, it was the same it's the same it was complimentary football you know for for we, we've talked about this I, i'm looking for oakland to put a complete game together for four quarters a complete game i i at this point i think that's maybe a little too much to ask especially with how the defense although improving over the last couple of weeks still you know now we've got joiner injured we've got you know, from all signs of it, Carl Joseph may be done with them having to go and sign another uh, safety. I believe they got DJ Swearing today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Swearinger. Or Swearinger. Um, uh, so I, I think I, I think it might be a little too much to ask for, like, a complete four quarters of, of you know, defense, you know, holding up for the most part and offense being able to go down and, and put up points. But that last, the last two drives of the last two weeks, the offense was efficient, moved right down the field. Carr, fantastic. I mean, way to buy time, roll out and find Renfro in the corner. I mean, isn't that Renfro? That play was like exactly why we brought that wide receiver in. That's exactly why, Tyler, you wanted him a year before this draft even almost a year before the draft even took place if i'm not mistaken i was like the beginning of the of the it was his 28 year year right and you so it was, it was over a year that you i mean you on i don't know if we have it on the podcast i know we have it at the end of 2018 before the draft you we talked about it heavily wanting hunter renfro um so it's well documented that we are big renfro fans here on the podcast especially you tyler 
And that's, I mean, that play right there, that last touchdown against Detroit, I mean, that was like picture perfect what we what we brought Hunter Renfro in for those tight windows for somebody with sure hands snagging the ball getting tiptoes in bounds saving our bacon uh because at that point we have to go down and kick a you know it's a field goal time instead of seven points and I, I was sitting there watching the game I said we can't we can't go with a field goal because the Lions are going to go down and score a touchdown we we can't stop them uh, and I don't want this going to overtime. So great job by Carr, buying some time. Fantastic catch by Renfro. Fun fact, Tyler, the fat last six offensive touchdowns all scored by rookies in the past two games. That's wow. pretty that impressive. Pretty impressive. You want to talk about laying a foundation? You want to talk about the future looking bright? Oh my yep. gosh. Uh, you've won two games, and all the in the last two games you've won. So you take out the 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 Harris interception return for touchdown yesterday, but all on offense, all the scores have been by rookies. That, Very nice. You, Great I mean, stat there. You can't, Insider yeah, stuff. That's kind of stuff you'll only get here on the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. Absolutely. That out there, but I mean that that's really encouraging to me because this team I think is light years ahead of where I thought they would be um, right now sitting at five and four. And I think where a lot of people thought, I mean, we're seeing it now. A lot of the, you know, uh, for the first time, dude, in, uh, well, since 2016, I've actually seen a lot of love given to Oakland on, you know, the big major media platforms. And it's a little, they can hang it. That's, that's what I want. They can like, they did, they weren't, they weren't in with Gruden. They weren't in with Mayock. Those were stupid moves. They can go hang it. That's what right. I. That's what I say. Their accolades mean, or their raw rawing means like piddly, right. no, nothing to me. Right. Plug Especially, nickels. You know, and, and the heat that Oakland took for that Mac trade. I mean, look at that now. Look, uh, the, the the Bears are hot garbage. Yep. Trubisky is a couple of game, a game or two away from getting benched, in my opinion. No, and now I think so. The Raiders. The the, the 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 it's I mean they're going opposite directions. Oakland's heading marching to the playoffs. The Bears are marching for a top five pick right now. So that we uh, get that we get right that you gave to us for Mac. Uh, fun fact: Mayowa has more sacks than Khalil Mack so far on the season, and he yes. doesn't cost as much as Khalil Mack. No, um, and now all of a sudden, John Gruden. Ben, week, week after week, starting to look a little smarter. Josh Jacobs, obvious front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, he should and, win that hands down. Like, he shouldn't even be a front runner. It, it, like, Minshew is back on the bench because Foles right. is back. And you've got Kyler Murray. I don't know exactly what his stats are, but, I mean, Josh Jacobs just broke the Raiders' rushing record for a rookie that was once held by a guy named Marcus Allen. I don't know if you've heard of that guy before, but he was pretty stinking good. I heard so, he was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, allegedly he was he was pretty dang good. And so to me, I'm just like, man, yeah, Jacobs at first, and I'll be the first to admit it, I didn't like taking a running back in the first in the first round. I thought we had other things that we needed to address more so than that. But geez, I mean, had we not taken him, 
we would have lost the game to the Chargers. We yeah. probably lose the game to the Lions. And and he's made that much of a difference yep. to our team. I, and if do you mind? Let's just run down the rookies real quick and just yeah, and talk about them. So Farrell has a, a breakout game uh, against the Chargers. Pretty good game. Two and a half sacks in that one by himself. So he's got three and a half on the year. Quite a few tackles. He had uh, a tipped pass down in the end zone. Then you got Josh Jacobs, and we already know about him. And Jonathan Abram, he's on IR. So, I mean, the first the first game, he he set a tone. He brought in some lumber and hurt his shoulder. So <laughs> haven't really haven't really seen him. But the last couple of weeks, Micah, I've been pretty impressed with Trayvon Mullen at, since the Conley Absolutely. trade. Absolutely. I, I know that he got deemed last night against the Chargers for what I thought was a pretty ticky-tack P.I. call. Oh, yeah. They were both grabbing each other's arms. So it's like, how do you how do you call that either way? They're both going for the ball, both looking for the ball. And so I, I and thought remember that, that caused an interception. Yes. That was Carl Joseph picking yes. that ball up, which Harris ended up picking off later. But Mullen caused that interception. Yeah, he had his eyes turned looking for the ball. They both had their hands on each other. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that's how that game was all last night. Super ticky-tacky. But, yeah, Mullen got got robbed there, in my opinion. Yeah, so that second-round pick seems to be paying dividends uh, at the moment. And then, trying to think, I don't, did we have a third-round draft pick? I don't think uh, we did. I don't believe so. Because then we took Cro Mad Max Crosby. And He's been pretty good this year, hasn't he? <laughs> he is just he is his nickname from Brian Bollinger is the Condor. And I love that because he he is he's just like he's a savage. He's sneaky and he's got like those arms that are just like like a Condor wing, like they're huge, just big arms. Doesn't let people like the tackles get into his body great moves and he'll get better as he adds more strength and you've got Foster Moreau that we took in the fourth round and and he's playing right. he's had uh, several touchdowns a couple I touchdowns think he's up to this year. three on this season three two or three two or three on the season yep and, but big time and, catches too right and we brought him in to be a quote-unquote blocking tight end but he does a great job like all all of our tight ends I've been impressed carrier Waller and Moreau can all block, they can all catch, and they can all run. So that I mean, yep. that's that's a great a great uh, group right there. And then our fifth round pick was uh, Hunter Renfro, and Renfro has you know he had that long touchdown against uh, the Texans. He had another one that seal was the game winning touchdown um, against the Lions. And had some big some big catches on the last drive against the Chargers. Yep. yep. And so he's coming along. And then you've got, uh, I, I guess, our seventh round pick was Quentin Bell, and he was on the practice squad, but then got released. Um, so he hasn't really done much. But I mean, you, you don't really look for people in the seventh round to be contributing a whole right. lot. Right. Right. So. Uh, and other than that, I mean, that's that's 
we've got AJ Cole and Alec Ingold who are undrafted free uh, rookies. And uh, James, what's his first? Uh, is it Andre James? No. The center that from UCLA that oh, came I know who you're talking. Yeah, he's, I, his his name eludes me, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, those are three un- AJ Cole and Alec Ingold and James. Those are three undrafted guys who've come in and and done fairly well for us yeah. um, in the pinch. So and and Ingold had a touchdown last night. So a lot, like you said, a lot of young talented players uh, on you know fairly reasonable deals there's no reason why we can't go get some more vets big time players in this offseason and into vegas like my hopes with right now are are pretty high like there's there's no reason why we shouldn't make the playoffs next year and and you know win maybe a couple of the rounds you know that that's how i'm feeling Absolutely. I'm, I'm right with you. I mean, I, the thing that I keep looking at, and like you mentioned, dude, like these guys are rookies. That, that, that's blowing my mind right now that, that we're getting this kind of production out of the rookies. It should only get better from here. You know, knock on wood, not like Gruden knock on wood, but like if superstitious knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. So, um, uh, I mean, Crosby puts some more weight on, should get even better. You know, Hunt, uh, uh, Renfro. Uh, I mean, that guy, does, he doesn't even, you know, Renfro has more touchdowns than Odell Beckham right now uh, this season. And the thing, Renfro, you know, we were a little worried about him because, you know, we were all high on that pick. And, but boy, the last three weeks, he has really shown up and he is starting to play some, some fantastic ball. And I'm really excited that, that that's turning into more and more of a, a, a fun pick. Farrell's been taking some heat, finally has that breakout game that he's needed. But even against the Lions, Farrell had one where he he got his hand on a ball where the Lions receiver, if he caught it, it was a crossing route, if I'm not mistaken. He was gonna like it was it was going, it was gonna be a big play. So he's even, you know, things like that don't jump out on the stat sheet. Uh, but if you're watching the game and you're observing, those kinds of things, like that's a that's a big diff. You know, he's making a difference in the game without maybe um, putting having the stats. You know, the 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 sexy look on paper. Um, and so I only I think he's just going to get better. Um, and that's what you want out of the fourth overall pick in the draft. You know, you need that kind of production. So hopefully he builds on that. He's got a fantastic opportunity. You know, the next couple of weeks to continue to maybe get some of that confidence going and continue to build off of. Uh, that game last night. Um, so let's move on, Tyler, if you're good with, uh, to, uh, well, you know what we have actually, we, I believe we have a couple calls from that lions game. You want to get to that first and then we'll move on to the chargers game last night. Yeah, we had three calls, uh, from, from that. So we've got Raider Rue from Logan, Utah, who also throws in finally our forklift story. So pay attention to that. And then we've got uh, the Burton, our resident caller. And then uh, John Russo called in as well after the Lions game. We apologize. We weren't able to get those out, uh, a podcast recorded. Like Mike already said, he had some stuff early in the week. And last week, uh, my parents were were down here from Idaho. So I wanted to spend as much time as I could with them and, and our schedules just didn't match up. And, and 
unlike some people, uh, this is always a free podcast. We don't get paid. We do this because we love for the love of the game, if you will. And uh, we love talking to Raider Nation about the Raiders. And so sometimes life gets in the way and we apologize, but we're going to we're going to get a double header in this week. Uh, if you will. So anyway, we'll get to those calls and uh, we'll catch you after that. Let's do it. What's up, fellas? This is Raider Rue from Logan, Utah. Just want to say, uh, well, the Raiders sure do love trying to give us heart attacks, don't they? Had to make it down to the very last second for a win. But we got the win. We're still alive in all the scenarios, whatever you want to say. I don't like saying that P word right now, but we're still alive, and that's good. Happy for the win. Happy Carr made a play at the end, the third and Renfro for the win. Outstanding. And Carl Joseph made a play on a big tight end. Go figure. Didn't think that would ever happen. Good to get it. So I'm happy. And I'm thinking about it. I think I can tell you my forklift story that I got for you guys. So we drive stand-up forklifts where I work. And it's a – where I work, it's called Striver Foods. It's a cheese fact place. You ship cheese to Walmart and McDonald's and a lot of other places. Pretty much you've had our cheese. But we drive stand-up forklifts, and the, op- the back end is open where you step into it. And you drive that way with the forks following you instead of a, where you sit down. You drive facing the forks most time. So – not too long ago, I'm in one aisle. I know another guy's in the other aisle. And I can't see him because of the racking and the and the pallets put away. And all of a sudden, I'm getting my pallet out, and I turn, and I'm getting ready to head back towards the dock to load a trailer. I hear a crash. I turn and look, and I can't see exactly what happened, but where I can see through into the dock area, all of a sudden, I see a hard hat just sliding across the floor. Well, that's me. That's not good. <laughs> The way it sounded, I thought two people hit each other. So I come through the doorway into the dock area, look over, and I see the other guy, and it's just one guy. His forks were still up, and he hit the bollard, big metal bar that protects the doorway because his forks were up. He hit it. He was knocked out. He flew out of his forklift five, six feet, hit his head, was out cold. So I get to him, try to keep him down, and he comes to, and I tell him he's got to stay down and not get up, but that's one of the dangerous sins of the forklifts, people not paying attention to what they're doing. Kind of crazy. Glad it wasn't me. And I didn't see it entirely, but I was the first person there and kind of scary. But anyways, wanted to share that with you guys finally, but also go Raiders. Tyler and Micah, this is your faithful caller, James Burton. Just loving the fact that I get to call y'all. After a win. How about that win against the Lions? Hard fought win, but man, we pulled it out. It was good to see the Raiders win. You know, really concerned about the defense still, but they did make some stops. And obviously the last stop when they had to, fourth and goal. But Carr looked sharp. Josh Jacobs was just an absolute monster again. And you know what? The team continues to to show signs of growth and improvement we get this defense straightened out and i think we'll be contenders looking forward to coming out to oakland for the first time leaving in a couple of days 
heading out west. So I get to see the Raiders at Oakland for the first time ever. As long as I've been rooting for them, it'll be an exciting thing. So hopefully we'll get a win against the Chargers Thursday night, and maybe I'll shoot you all a couple of pictures. So Tyler and Micah, we'll talk to you soon. Just win, baby. What's up, guys? I don't know if I got this call in on time. This is John from Twitter, Micah Tyler Birch. Love your show. Uh, good job, guys. Thanks for bringing that podcast every week, giving us some good content. I love your show. Anywho, uh, my real quick, uh, great game, great uh, <clears throat> performance by Derek uh, Derek Carr on that 18th game-winning drive, most ever in Raiders history. Love Derek Carr. Um, he's starting to prove himself, really, uh, to the coaching staff, I think, and to all of Raider Nation that he's the guy moving forward. So great bounce-back game. I try not to call myself a Carr stand, but uh, definitely good prove-it game for him. And uh, big-time performance on that last drive, that beautiful 33, 34-yard throw. Dropped it in a bucket to Rashard up the seam. That was beautiful. And uh, happy the defense made two uh, turnovers. Daryl Worley made the play of his life, and so did uh, Carl Joseph. So excited, ready to uh, <clears throat> get the short week going, get in there, and uh, hopefully beat the Chargers on, on Thursday night. So they're a tough team. Phillip Rivers is good. Keenan Allen. The backs are good. Eckler, Gordon, and uh, they got Ingram and Bosa. So uh, hopefully we can pull off the upset, get a win. I don't consider it an easy game. And uh, – after this, it'll get a little easier, so hopefully we get two in a row. Have a good time, guys. Thanks for uh, putting out a great show. Raideru, thank you for... The forklift story. I'm finally glad we got one in, Tyler. We've been waiting for that. Dude, that sounds... I, I never really thought of, like... I mean, I understood you always had to be kind of heads up on a forklift. But, boy, howdy, that, like... There is some serious injury that gets going Literally on Literally heads up. Like, he was yeah. heads down. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. We've had his cheese, apparently, Tyler. So, yes. that's awesome. That's awesome. I do like McDonald's cheeseburgers. Oh, heck yeah. Are you kidding me? Ooh, delicious. And then James, man, I, I got to agree, dude. The car's looking good. That's one thing I didn't mention that, but Carr has been able to take care of the ball the last few weeks, and he has done a really good job. I think he's got what – what is his touchdown to interception ratio? I saw it was like 10 to 1 over the past like four weeks or something like that. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Um, So he's getting the job done. Taking care of the ball, you know, we talked about that. Uh, I think it was during the Minnesota game. Threw a, a, you know, that poor interception in the end zone. Oh, no, it was the Packer game. Poor interception in the end zone, you know, right, you know, didn't get it high enough for Waller. Uh, and I kind of, kind of have hold my breath the last couple of games worried that something like that was going to take the wind out of our sails. But no, he looked poised. He looked calm. And uh, uh, he was able to move around, find players, make plays when he needed, when 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 the nation needed him most, and really impressed with how he's played. So, I, James, I agree there. And we'll get to, James was at the game, so I'm excited to get to that. Uh, and he got his money's worth last Absolutely. night, no doubt. Heck yeah! And John, man, thank you so much for the love. Really appreciate the support. Um, we're right there with you. I, this, this, that Lions game, man. Like I said, I kind of had forgotten 
forgotten about the Lions game after last night, man. You know, we had pulled to four and four. Then ever since about Monday, like my focus had been on this Chargers game. And I thought this is going to kind of be I to me, this will kind of tell the tale because Oakland would usually go in and, you know, Oakland Raiders of the past would kind of lay an egg against it. It'd be it'd be totally opposite. It'd be Chargers 26, Oakland 24. And we'd be like, this would be one of those games at the end of the year. We'd be going, oh, my gosh, if we were to just won that game, you know, our outlook, you know, our out. You know, the whole season would have been different, but instead Oakland got the job done. And, um, uh, but yeah, that was a big win. Like we just talked about big win against the lions, really psyched about that. So with that, Tyler, should we move on to the chargers? We're going to touch on that, get our thoughts, yeah. maybe the good, the bad and the ugly from last night. How about, let's start with you, man. Good, bad, and oh, the man. ugly. This is, this is right. This is, this, this is, is not planned. This is no, just from left field. Wrong. Yes, yes. A, a shot right from right in the dark. Uh, the good. Oh, what uh, what was good about last night? I mean, the I, I think I think the good has to be Eric Harris. Eric Harris has got to be my good. Uh, yes, come, comes out before the game. Really feel good story about his his path to the NFL. Working at a. a potato chip factory and we all knew that but america didn't then he comes out uh for first drive of the game ends that drive gets a an interception runs it back pretty pretty deep into lions territory we kick a field goal i think it was the next was it the next drive no it wasn't yeah. the next drive it wasn't the next one because i they i i can't remember anyway gets a pick six and then he almost had another one at the end of the game. So kudos to him. Um, The bad in this one, I've got to go. I I don't know how to, I don't know how to approach this. Um, The, the bad I'm, I've got to say that the offense was bad. I, I, fair. I didn't – It. we had two good drives. We had one good drive at the end of the second quarter and we when we needed to score, and we went up 17-14 because yep. we were down 14-10. And then we had one good drive at the end of the game where we went up 26-24 <clears throat> to 24 after leading 20 to – 17 and then tied 20 to 20 or no well, yeah no so it was 20 to 17 then they scored a touchdown yeah and then we had to go down and score a touchdown which was scored by Josh Jacobs from I think <clears throat> 13 yards, yards out. out yeah 18 yeah, yards like I thought it was a 19 yard scamper is what something I something like that yeah somewhere in that range between yeah. 10 and 20 yards and then, and uh, we win that. The ugly, uh, I I don't know. I think the officiating was pretty ugly. There you I, go. I, I like that. I don't. I'm not one to be like, oh, the the officiating was terrible. But it was so like every every other play here or an offsides here or a. You know, something something just popped up, and it was right. 
made it not as entertaining to watch. Like the PI on Mullen and the the to me ghost offside that took away another interception that we for had. Harris. For, yeah, for Harris. Yeah. Um, I'm just like because he ended another drive with an interception. They called Max Crosby for being lined up in the neutral zone. And I took yeah. a video of that, and I'm like, man, I I don't see it. If there's a scout that gets a different view, like straight down the line, maybe. But from the angle yeah. that, that I was seeing it from, that was a bad call. And that cost us another – it cost Harris a, a trifecta. Could have been right. four interceptions for Harris. But – that's not the point. The point was it was boring. It, it slowed the game down. The momentum changed on these little tiki tack, you know, like holding here, a defensive holding right. there. And they did help us more in the second half. But in the first half, I was like, goodness gracious. I think we had eight or nine penalties for like 70 something yards in the right. first half. And it wasn't like any of them was a big chunk PI call. It was right. just, bunch of little ticky tack calls and that was that was kind of ugly so good uh eric harris congratulations to you sir way to you know make your name known on national television and uh the bad i was waiting for the offense to show up and and take advantage of the defense actually playing really well yeah. and uh and then the ugly was just all the really ticky tack stupid calls that i didn't like i guess yeah I, i'm gonna go kind of a little bit of the same route as you're going except the good for me was the defense and as a whole because i mean without the pressure up front um uh you know two of those interceptions uh rivers air mails because he's getting he's getting people right in his face and that's you know five sack night feral mayoa uh, uh, I think I think uh, was it Hankins got in on one of them as well, if I'm not mistaken. He was um, close, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Max Crosby. I mean, it was. And remember, we're down two defensive ends right now. So I mean, they were in there making hay, and on that, especially on that final drive, man, it was every play. Those guys were. I, they weren't even. It didn't look like to me they weren't even doing anything fancy. It was just a straight up bull rush. It was a chess match. It was just like I'm going to line up across from you. I'm gonna just come at you and I'm gonna I'm gonna dominate. It was just straight domination, and they just pushed that 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 pocket collapsed in about a second and a half around Rivers, and and I was really impressed with that because I mean it's made up of of what is it like 90% of guys that are two years or less, you know, in the league right now, yeah. um, PJ Hall and Hurst from last year. Then you got uh Farrell and Max from this year. And really Hankins and Mayo are the only guys that are veterans on that line. And to be able to get that consistent pressure all game long, force the turnovers force some incomplete passes should have been more turnovers uh, that, that, that ticky tack. I thought they were two really ticky tacky calls on Mullen. I thought it was a super ticky tack call on the fourth down on the final drive where it should have ended the game. Um, but it might've done Oakland a favor there uh, just because then it ended up extending the game a little bit longer than when Oakland did get the ball back. It was, you know, there was like 
30 seconds on the clock instead of like 58 seconds or something like that. So, you know, call it what you will. But that to me, the in defense as a whole, especially with how they've played all year to be able to come out and get multiple stops throughout the game and be able to, and be able to uh, really put rivers and company in check. And it was kind of the same thing with the lions, except it was on the ground. Gordon kept gashing us. And it was like, I feel like the, 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 the chargers should be up like 21 to 10 right now with how Gordon was running. And for whatever reason in the second half, they went away from the run game quite a bit. And I was happy to see it. I was like, look, especially when they got down the red zone, at one point, they passed the ball three times in a row. And uh, I thought, I'm loving this because they start they start running the ball with Gordon. And I'm going to be, you know, it's almost like we could not stop them, which is odd because that, that's usually our strong point on defense. Yeah, we could so, not tackle last night. No. we could, uh, that, four, uh, that was, again, uh, you know, I, I know we didn't make the play happen. But on that fourth and one, that should have been a two-yard loss. Like, that defense, they were right there. I think it was P.J. Hall was right there to make a play. And then somebody else, I think it was Joyner, hit him in the backfield as well. And uh, it was able to scoot forward for three yards and make the first down. So uh, the defense has definitely shown improvement. over. I would even say since Houston. Over the last three weeks, I feel like it's just, it's not by leaps and bounds, just by a little bit. Gotten a little bit better, a little bit better, enough to where now it's making a difference. Oakland's getting the wins instead of close losses. The bad for me, yeah, it was the same thing. The offense, man, it's like the defense was giving you a gift. At one point, we started on the um, we started on the Lions like forty-five yard line. We got eight yards and missed a field goal. That's ridiculous. Like, what happened to the offense? I mean, that should be, I mean, at least three. I think at that point you go exactly. up. I think it was going to be like twenty-seven, seventeen. I think at that point, if you get even just three points out of that. Um, or no, it'd have been 2317, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it doesn't matter. We, we left points on the board because of that. And it was just like, come on. Like you, you always get the feeling with our defense, the defense isn't going to be able to hold up forever. So you got to take advantage of when they give you gifts, when they get a stop and the chargers are punting out of their end zone. That has to be points, man. That is like three is a bummer. But I'll take it because at least it's points because the defense just isn't getting a lot of stops this year. And so I, I don't know what goes on or it seems like the play calling changes or whatnot. But uh, uh, it's just it's like, man, we need to go with whatever whatever plays we're calling when we're tied or we're losing. Keep calling those plays even when we're ahead by seven, when we're ahead by 10, because that that we could start putting some of these teams away. Uh, and then we don't have to keep suffering heart attacks every week. And I don't want this to come back and bite us in the rear. Like when Carlson misses an extra point, And now you're like, Oh, the lions have a minute left. A minute one, I think is what they had with three timeouts. And they're only down by two now. Like this is turning out, this is going to be a classic, uh, heartbreaker for Oakland. Instead, the good, the, the defense steps up and just annihilates the chargers. Fantastic play. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm like, you know, total shift. We're praising the defense and we're scratching our heads on the offense going, what in the world's exactly. going on there? Yeah. And then it, the ugly, yeah, it was the officiating. There were at least, I, I feel like in my opinion, I'm not just Homer saying this, but I thought there were about four penalties on Oakland that should have, well, that were just totally uh, uh, in my you know BS as far as family friendly 
uh, I'm glad they did not because I was not celebrating on the Harris pick six. I thought I saw Rivers get hit low. And when I saw the flag emblem show up there on the TV, I thought, nope, this is all going to get wiped away because they're going to hit him with getting going low on the quarterback. And I'm really glad that the officials did one thing right. I feel like that night they 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 picked the flag up on that play, which was the right call. He did get blocked low into him, but I thought this is going to be classic, man. We're going to get just messed over on an absolutely insane play that that we're going to be talking about after the game going that changed the game. And fortunately it wasn't. Um but the ugly the ugly isn't necessarily on Oakland either. That's just I thought that the officiating was like they just didn't let him play football. It was like nope, this is going to be uh you know, powder puff, you know, don't hit each other too hard. Don't not too much contact because this isn't a contact sport. This is a a running around sport. And uh, we're going to keep it that way. So I thought that was, like you said, it kind of made it boring to watch or super frustrating to watch. So anywho, that being said, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm just still like, it's surreal. We're five and four. It doesn't even sound right. You know, like, really? We're, like, we're, we're in the playoff mix? This is incredible. Feels incredible. And I got to give a quick shout out. Mike, I, I asked for... Um, uh, I asked for bold predictions, and I actually got a bunch of score predictions. I was looking for bold predictions, but bold predictions. Alas, I did get a score prediction. Mike, I might butcher the last name. I think it's Yoakum. Uh, predicted thirty-one twenty-four Raiders. Uh, so he nailed it right on the head for the Chargers game. Congratulations, Mike! Uh, one more of those, and you actually get insider status. That's how yes. insider status is earned. So we will be keeping an eye on that throughout the season. One more, and uh, we'll be calling into Twitter. You'll get your blue check mark if you. Uh, I don't know if he graces Twitter or not, but uh, I don't know. Big big shout out to Mike there. Good job, and uh, yeah. So th- we're on. I believe Birch had himself a uh, a bold prediction is too earning himself insider status. What he was said- that again? He said they were going to have three interceptions, Ooh. and that is exactly what they had. They had uh, Carl Joseph had one to end the game. Harris had the two that we already talked about, and uh, there really should have been more. But should have been uh, about five. Yep, absolutely. And then so in that game, Farrell ha- or Furl had five tackles with three assists, two point five sacks, which is. Uh, second to only Joey Boza this season for rookies with the most sacks in a game. And then uh, they gave Benson Mayowa one and a half. Max Crosby had a half, but he had like 10 QB pressures in that game, which was crazy. And then uh, Mo Hurst had a half a sack as well. So really coming around, I think we've got 20 on the season. 13 all of last year. Wow. And uh, so, I mean, that's that's a definite improvement. Yes, we are not, uh, I mean, we're not an elite defense by any sense of the me or sense of the word, but we have improved quite a bit. We've, you know, those, I think the the draft picks have helped um, some of the, Really, that's all we have is draft picks and Mayowa. So that I mean, that's those are the people that we added to 
a defense that's sacks. really banged up now too. You know, yes, we've had is. safeties going out. We've got uh, you know that the front four. Uh, what's his? Uh, uh, who's the defensive? Oh, well, we had Key is pretty much done. Key it sounds done like for the season. He who's broke the other? His foot. Who's the other young man from New York? Uh, Morrow, Josh Morrow. Yeah, Josh Morrow. He always seems to make one or two good stops a game where he he'll just stuff a running back in the backfield. Yep. Um. So they're kind of cobbling together. Obviously, perfect out. Um. Uh. Yeah, we're we're losing. Um. We lost uh Lee Markel Lee as well. Is he designated to return at any point? I don't know of anybody that is designated to return okay. um, at this point, but he could be one of the ones they decide to bring back. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's um. I mean, it really feels like it's kind of getting piecemeal together here, but yeah. they're they're making it happen. And Harris Harris isn't anymore. I feel like just like a, a fill in piece. He's starting to make plays and he's starting to become a viable like a, an actual piece back there which is exciting and i mean I, I we'd be remiss without giving joseph mad props yeah. because he i mean like uh uh i think john mentioned uh we, joseph made a play on a tight end in that lions game are you kidding me I mean, Joseph was the one who uh, he made that stop. He, got, I mean, again, again, a, a stat you didn't see. Farrell was right in Stafford's face during that play. You don't yes. see that though. That's not a sack. But if you're watching the game, that makes a big difference in how Stafford throws that ball or who he even decides to throw the ball to. And then Joseph going up, little what five foot eight, Carl Joe, five nine, yeah. Carl Joseph climbing the ladder to make the play. And then getting that pick last, you know, last night on that final play of the game, uh, I did notice that. It seemed like I don't know if you saw. I actually saw it from the angle. Somebody had a shot, a really cool shot of Derek Carr watching the final play along the sideline. Yes. And I saw when Joseph went to, you know, get the interception. You could see. Uh, is it his right foot? I think that, it was left foot. Okay. You. It almost looked like when he launched, you could almost see it, kind of like like he sprained it like kind of like a basketball move when you try to go cut and like you yeah. step on someone's foot or something like that. And you know, you, you twist it, twist your ankle. That's what it looked like to me just for a split second. Um, uh, and I'm wondering if that's when it happened. Uh, I just, um, in uh, real time, it looked like he tweaked it right there. Don't know if that's exactly when it happened, but I mean, reports now today's Friday doesn't sound great for him especially since we just went out and got a, got a safety. And that's too bad because, man, contract year for him and, uh, you know, starting to make some plays, obviously, and, and, and put Oakland in good positions. He had that one, timed it perfectly, and just shot through, I think it was on the two-yard line, just stuffed Gordon uh, for about a three-yard loss. Uh, you know, and that's what he does best, it seems like, is that run defense. Um, so I feel kind of bad for the young man now. You know, had a yeah, couple of almost... big games. You almost wonder if that's his last play in a Raiders uniform since we didn't pick up his contract. Right. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, right. hopefully he's okay and and you know he's yeah. he comes back, but we'll have to see. And then Joiner tweaked a hammy. I haven't heard anything else about that. If <clears throat> what his status will be for yeah, next week. Too. Luckily, we've got you know eight days to kind of right. get every everybody back. Uh, piece together. Hudson probably needs some 
some rehab. Trent Brown was hobbling pretty bad, but um, I, I did read that Carr went up to everybody and was like, all right, we need one last drive, and and I need some protection. And Trent Brown was like, we got your back. You know, don't worry about it, and just laughed. And hasn't he been like uh, like him and Miller, like – you didn't really hear Ingram's name last night. You didn't really hear Boza's name last night. Right. They have been the two tackles uh, that we've needed for a long, long time. Yeah. And and uh, so that's that's great for both of them. And, uh, you know, Carr didn't throw any interceptions. I don't think we had any turnovers. So a, a clean, uh, a fairly cleanly played game. Once again, Jalen Richard is our leading receiver in that game. Four <laughs> for 43. And then uh, Renfro had 42. Waller had three for 40. Jacobs, three for 30. Tyrell Williams, three for 25. Uh, DeAndre Washington, Isaiah. No, that's not Isaiah Avery. It's Zay Jones. I don't. They keep listing Zay Jones as Isaiah Avery. I don't even okay. know who I don't even know who that is. Come on, stats people, get with it. Yeah, no kidding. Boy, Carr's really spreading the ball around, isn't he? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's got a lot of weapons to go to. Hmm. And the Apparent, thing apparently his real name is Isaiah Jones. But oh. why why is Avery? Where the heck does that come from? Anyway, oh, Isaiah Isaiah Avery Jones is his name. And so apparently they list him as Isaiah Avery. I have no idea who that is. but And then Ingold had a touch, one catch for nine yards and a touchdown running spider 2Y banana. The oh-so-famous play from John Gruden. Oh, yeah. Pass to the old fullback. Love it. Love it. That was fantastic. And to see, you know, the one thing that got had me worried too, and again, props to Carr because we've been critical of Carr on this podcast, but we've also on the same side of the coin, you know, we're not just here to rag on Carr. You know, we're not one of those people that's like, you know, we should go put, you know, I'm not sitting here saying we should put, put um, uh, who's our backup right now? Gosh, right, Glennon. It's kind of a, yeah, Glennon. It's kind of a revolving door, it seems like, the last few years. But I'm not sitting here saying, oh, Glennon should go in. Not at all. But we've also been critical of Carr. But boy, howdy. You know, there were a couple of drives. He got sacked, I believe, three times that game, which was really weird to see because we haven't seen Carr get sacked hardly at all this season. I think he'd been sacked twice in the previous three games, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So to see him go down multiple times at a game, it was like, what in the world's going on? This is weird. But you are going up against Ingram and Bosa. Again, another incredible duo at defensive end. Um, uh, but Carr, he looked a little shaky. He looked a little uh, uh, little skittish after that the, the drive before the final drive. And I remember thinking, this isn't good. Is he going to start getting some happy feet? You know, this is where, you know, he airmails a ball and they pick it off and that's how the game ends. But no, man, he went out there. He took command, threw it down, found some wide open Renfro, beautiful pass. Richard made some big plays on that final drive as well. Um, and just as a whole, man, it just looked like 
I mean, it, it looked like an elite offense. The last two weeks when they went down to score touchdowns to win the game, what were, were game-winning drives, it, it looked like what you look for in a championship-style offense. Efficient, getting the ball, spreading it around, everybody making plays, and it was just really exciting, exciting football to watch. Um, and so mad props to Carr and the offense on that last drive. I think you touched on something there important, though. Get you know, Brett, Hudson and Brown were both questionable for this game, and to and and so it seemed like to me that they kind of you know my guess is they're not fully a hundred percent when they go out there last night. But man, to have eight days now to be able to rest, recover, and hopefully have that whole offensive line full one hundred percent, full strength going into the next couple of weeks, man. You know, I don't ever look past any opponent because in the NFL, it really is any given Sunday. You're playing pro players across the board. So it's important here, especially with Kansas City at the tail end of these next two weeks um, to go in, get some rookie confidence. You know, get this get this team's confidence built up, get them thinking, you know, let's let's you know, we've had such a we've been losing for so long. Get rid of that mentality and I think that's a big reason why we are doing as well as we're doing right now. There's a different mentality in the building. Get some confidence built up. Let's go. Let's thump the Bengals. Let's go thump the Jets in New York. And then let's be ready, man. Let's be ready for Kansas City, who um, I think is rushing Mahomes back way too quickly. Uh, and who knows? Because you don't know. In the next three weeks, man, I—, I I, I, I never wish injury on a player. I, I That's not part of the game. I have never been that kind of person. But, man, that, that knee stuff, it seems like, what, he's, they've only kept him out two weeks? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Two weeks? There's a yeah. lot that can happen in three weeks with a quarterback who likes to run and who's already had some knee issues this year. Uh, so you I, who knows? You could be heading into Kansas City. Something fluky happens again because you know you know that that kneecap stuff we've talked about it and Tyler you're the doctor on the show, you know this you 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 told us that <laughs> you told us that uh, um, you know when that happens it, it becomes easier and easier for it to happen again, so you could be heading into Kansas City potentially playing a Mahomesless Kansas City in three weeks, you know sitting at seven and four on the season. And all of a sudden you're going, we're not just playing for a wild card spot. We're playing for AFC West title here um, for down this stretch. So it, there's a lot a lot on the line the next couple of weeks. Can't underestimate the next couple opponents. Got to go in. Got to get some big wins. And no way, no better way to get it started than big wins against the Lions and the Chargers in the last five days. So... I wanted to ask you, Tyler, with that joiner injury, what does that normally look like with a hamstring injury like that? It, it depends. If it was like a strain, um, you know, you could you could theoretically be back in a week or two. If it's a like more than just a, a slight strain, if it was just a cramp, he could be back this week. I don't know. I didn't really see him working on him like he had a cramp. I didn't see him stretching him out or anything. Right. Um, and then, but it, it was probably, my guess is probably a, a couple weeks, maybe. But these guys, the thing is, Mike, is that I'm coming at it from like, um, 
I, I work with the general population. You know, I don't work right. with world class athletes who, um, you know, are in way better shape than the people I treat typically right. or, you know, get therapy every day, probably three or four times a day. So that speeds up tissue healing. But, you know, I, I would say if it was fairly significant, you're probably looking at maybe sitting out this one and maybe coming back against the Jets. But they may choose to sit him versus the Bengals and against the Jets and get him healthy for the Chiefs. I, I don't know the severity of it. It sounds like Carl Joseph, from what I saw, they said it was his knee, is what Vic Tafer reported, um, okay. but he was wrong. <laughs> and so um, it's looking like his ankle. My guess from what a replay that I saw, I, I can't remember. It may have been the right ankle. It, I think... I think I said left and you said right. It was one of the two, but I think you were correct. I think it may have been that right ankle. Uh, the receiver landed on it kind of funny, and it kind of it, it moved how it wasn't supposed to move. So you're right. probably looking at what they would call a high ankle sprain, which is actually where the, the tibia, which is your big bone in your leg, and the fibula kind of pull apart from each other. There's some tissue that holds them together and that, and that hurts that, okay. that does not feel very good. So that's, that may be season ending if that's the case, or if it was a broken ankle or something like that. So he may be done, um, which is probably why they went on to sign uh Swearinger right. today. And then, but I don't know what they're kind of, They've been hush hush on Joiner, yeah. Um, but I've heard that one wasn't as bad as the as the um, the Joseph. Joseph, one. yes. Joiner, I feel like right now, and I not to take away from Joseph, but I feel like having Joiner back in there would be a bigger piece right now. Uh, missing Joiner, like if you want, I'd, I'd rather not miss either. But I think I'd rather like I, I'm hoping Joiner can come back. You know, I'm hoping because I feel like we're getting kind of thin now at corner. You know, at, at DB and and not that safety is not important, but I feel like a guy like Swearinger can step in and fill the void. I haven't I haven't seen too much on him recently. Um, uh, I haven't. What are his physical attributes? Would we do we actually have a decent sized? safety now on the roster as far as uh um height <laughs> because that's one thing it seems like we've been lacking recently is uh uh height at the back end of the defense let's see i uh <clears throat> i don't know i can't i don't see oh there they are so he's 511 205 He's played okay. for Houston, the Bucks, Arizona, Washington, Arizona again, and now for the Raiders. So mm. where was he? Not great when someone's bouncing around like that usually, but we'll see. No. He you was know? he was expected to be a second or third round pick. Um but then what I can't let's see. They selected him 
in the second round. So he's a former in 2013. So he's been in the league six years. Um, and then, so anyway, so he was taken in the second round. So former yeah. second round pick, but that's weird that he was, oh, they released him. They've been trying to trade him. The main cause being his reluctance to play special teams. So it wasn't like he wasn't a good player. He just didn't want to play special teams. So then they released him to the Bucks, and then the Cardinals. And, uh, man, I'm reading through this, and I'm, like, reading some old names. James Starks for Tony Jefferson, Tyvon Branch. I mean, those are we're going back a few years. So uh, yeah, we are. Wow. There you go. Oh, well, yeah. we'll see how that works out. Like I said, fortunately, you know, we got a fairly favorable schedule the next couple of weeks. That might help Oakland in more ways than one, uh, especially on in the injury bug department. Um, and you know, we've seen plenty of players be able to turn it around. I mean, look at uh, Anderson. You know, a year ago for the uh, the Rams, all of a sudden turns it on as a big reason they make a push to the Super Bowl. You know, yep. where he struggled. You know, with Denver, and they cut bait with him. I think it was just after a couple seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, then he turns it on. I do look like he'd eaten a few Thanksgiving dinners before. Uh, 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 actually, looked like he'd been eating on some DBs by the time they made it to the playoffs because that dude is just a tank. Yes, through there, but boy, he made some plays. You were happy if you had him in fantasy. Football. Yes, you were. But um, anywho, well, Tyler, man, we've done this justice. I think we got a couple, one or two more calls from uh, from last night's game against the Chargers. We want to get to that, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. We've got uh, one from the Burton. Let's and, do it, the Burton, uh, the Burton. So the Burton again, twice on one episode. Woo! Double it up. Well done, Burton. Let's get to that. Tyler and Micah, this is James Burton, Lee Burton, calling you from San Francisco, California, the day after the game that we were at, in the black hole, to see the Raiders beat the Chargers. What a game it was. What a game it was. The defense stepped up when they needed to in the second half. Carr played great. He was spot on, especially in that last game-winning drive. And, of course, Josh Jacobs dominated again. It was great to see. We didn't put up big numbers in the first half, especially on the offense. But Eric Harris had a great game. Eric Harris just dominated as far as in the defensive backfield. Two interceptions. Actually should have been three. One of them robbed by the refs. And the refs tried to take the game from the Raiders. But the defense hung in there. And, man, it was cool to be in the black hole for the first time ever, to be in Oakland, to see the Raiders in person. It was awesome. So, Tyler and Micah, I didn't. I saw where you didn't drop a podcast last week. I look forward to, to hearing the drop this coming week. Keep doing your thing, man. Raider Nation, just win, baby. Burton, congratulations. You got your money's worth at that game. And, man, sitting in the black hole. Does it get any better than that, Tyler? I, I, I don't know, know because I've never I've been never in the been, black hole. I was going to say I've never been able to I've – never, I've never experienced that, so I don't know. I would assume – one would assume that that would be pretty amazing. When I was listening yes. to that, I was like, oh, man, that I want to do that. I want to go there. Lucky so. stiff. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Come on. 
Couldn't he have like put us in his luggage or something? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, I, apparently you for- put a guy on a podcast a lot and you can't get any favors in return. Dave. I guess not. Only, <laughs> but that's all right. I'm glad he got to go. That would, yeah. He's been a he's been a fan longer than I've been alive, so he deserves that. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what. What a momentous game to make it to. Final game under the lights against the hated rivals. Last big game as far as, you know, televised, uh, like primetime game in the Coliseum, which I'm surprised to hear that. I can't believe we don't have any like Monday night games or anything like that uh, or Monday or Sunday night games. I guess in the Coliseum, we might have a Sunday night game down the road if i'm not mistaken um uh but i, I have to double check the schedule they said it was the last prime time game so they made it may last prime time game in oakland yes or the last prime time game for oakland in oakland in oakland so, so they oh, may I, have i think yeah i think oakland has I, i'm almost positive they have another prime time game it's not in oakland but oakland plays another prime that's what got me confused because i thought gosh i could have sworn we had like a sunday night game at some point gotcha. later down the road but i don't know i'd have to double check the schedule but anyway burton man congratulations got your money's worth big game to make it to hope you got some photos man hope you I suppose he made it down there when Gruden was going down, giving everybody. I don't know what what he was down there before. He sent me some pictures. I'll have to I'll have to send them to you. I just haven't gotten around. Put them up on the Facebook page. Put them up on Twitter. How about that? There we go. Yeah, get them shared up, and uh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But again, congratulations, Birch. Birch. (laughs) Birch was at the Utah State game. I think he would have liked to have been in the black hole. But uh, congratulations, James. The fantastic. Good for you. Tyler, man, do we have anything else before we wrap it up? Next week, we'll be back on the pod talking about the Bengals game. And we're going to take a look at around the league because right now the two teams we're kind of keeping an eye on the Bills, the Colts. Yeah, we got to keep an eye on those two teams. And I'm a little worried the Steelers, what, rattle off like three wins in a row now, hoping they'll lose as well. Don't want anybody else coming up behind us. I feel like we've kind of we've set the Chargers to the back seat. So hopefully, uh, we could put ourselves in, in prime position, but uh, we'll be back again next week talking about the Bengals, taking a look at the rest of the league, seeing where we stack up after Sunday. Tyler, you got anything else for Raider Nation before we peace out here? No, I think my voice is about had it for this evening. So I, uh, I, I think we did it justice to, we got oh. two games in the same podcast Woo! and we will be back to, Preview the uh, Bungles game. Absolutely. Hopefully they will pick up an L this week and uh, we'll be further down the hole and they won't want to uh, have, they, they won't feel like playing on it, Sunday and Oakland will roll over them in the hopefully. black hole. Yes, sir. Raider Nation, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you want to be on the show, give us a call 208 557 9771. Get yourself on the podcast. We'll play it back. Chat about it, talk about it, chop it up. Give us a follow. Twitter at Behind iPatch on the Twitter's verse. And we are on Facebook, Behind the iPatch, the Facebook page. Go follow us. I put up polls weekly when I'm not sick. <laughs> I yes. put up polls there on Facebook. Come enjoy, hang out with us there. Until next time, you guys just keep Raider Nation and on. And let's go, let's go make it six and four next week just win baby 